Hello, everybody. Thanks for tuning into the show. How can I be everything I want to be without cracking up? Let's ask Katie Islip. My name's Chris Sutton. This is Mental Conversations. I'm sure I can be so Boom, and we're live. So I'm sat looking at the very happy, smiley face of Katie Islip. Um, nice to meet you on a podcast rather than being over the road. How are you doing? You okay? <laughs> Yes, fine, thank you. Yeah, the sun's out, so the sun is shining, um, and all and all is well. So, except um, the stuff we're going to talk about, because when yeah. I reached out to you, um, I said, "So, what should we talk about?" And you said to me, "How can you be everything you want to be without cracking up?" Mm. And I was like, "Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I get that." So, why yeah. why was that the thing that was in the the top of your mind? Yeah, it's probably quite relatable to a lot of people, I guess. Um, and I suppose I I came from beginnings of just putting very high expectations on myself, really, um, and have kind of gone through life with that underpinning everything. Um, and then parenthood struck. And that threw everything because nobody's prepared for parenthood. Nobody teaches you about anything about parenting in yeah. school. And it's just this bolt out of the blue that you can't control. You can't, you know, learn about in a textbook where well, you can to some degree, but it doesn't help. No. Uh, and yeah, that just threw ev- the whole basis of the way that I lived my life up till then. Um so do you think do you, do you find like the, any of these questions you don't want to answer just tell me and we'll we'll clip them out or whatever but like um are you do you find you enjoy being in control of things yeah i think that's a big bit of it yeah i think there is a big control element yeah cuz you're you're a successful person professionally so and i know so that must have taken a lot of dedication a lot of hard work to do that and I can imagine that must have been something that you like can designate time to. So you're like, because you know you pri- well, you yeah. know when people say, uh, "I haven't got time to do everything," and we don't, we don't have time to do no. everything. But like, so you're kind of like, uh, but but like the things that you need to prioritize naturally will like or often will rise to the top. And when it's like something professional um yeah. and you're driven like as a younger person and as a child like with schoolwork and things yeah. um but then yeah when family life comes along and you're like hang on a minute where did mm. where did she go where did that yeah. where yeah, yeah. did that person go yes <laughs> yeah yeah that's exactly it yeah i um i did all my studies i did all my training and I could I could be completely in control of that and I knew where it was going and I knew that if it wasn't going to plan I knew what to do and um then I got I got quite on with all of that um the career side of things and decided actually to turn my efforts to triathlon um and this we're talking probably about 10 years ago now right um, and I started training in triathlon and um going for some you know challenges that I felt were out out of my reach um and I focused so much on that and again the same sort of thing I knew what to do I knew who to ask for help and um and I got so much out of that and it it ended up being in a way how I identified with myself and Mm. then and then I had kids and (laughs) 
that I, I just completely lost my identity because I had a year of maternity, so I wasn't going to work. So that little bit was out the window. And yeah. I mean, I know people do manage to do juggle parenthood, new parenthood with continuing to do sports and exercise and things, but I just I just didn't. I didn't manage that. I had a baby that barely slept a wink for the first year of her life, and I was a, an exhausted, anxious mess because I... I just I'd lost my identity and I didn't have any idea what I was doing. I felt like I was doing wrong at the time. Now, yeah. obviously, now I realise that you know that's babies; they don't sleep. But at the time, <laughs> yes. I was like, "How do I you fix know, this? What have I done wrong?" Which you this, do I- and that's it. That that that's it, isn't it? It's it's it's, it's fascinating. This, Katie. I'm sorry. I, I hate myself when I say it's fascinating when you're talking about someone's life being really hard. <laughs> Um, but like when, it, but but I um, that loss of identity is huge, mm. isn't it? You know that yeah. kind of who you yeah. are, and and also your um, because because you when you shift, and even though you may have like chosen that you wanted you wanted to have children, when that shift happens, and then you kind of go, but I like that person, and who am I now? And then yeah. there's a little bit of blame like at yourself and the world isn't there of kind of like yeah. where where why has that been taken away because I was quite happy going along like that yeah yeah is that how it was for you yeah 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 definitely and I didn't like my new self because I didn't know what I was doing I became very anxious really anxious and you know the lack of the sleep deprivation and the anxiety just it was a downward spiral really mm. and you're supposed to have your village, aren't you, when you have a child? Your village raises your child. You've got people around you. But I, modern life, and it's not, you know, I've got wonderful friends, I've got wonderful family, but modern life just means that you haven't got your village, yeah. really. Yeah. Um, and you're kind of on your own. And a husband that works away quite a lot of the time as well. So I was literally physically on my own for yeah. days at a time. And, 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 that, and with that kind of even when when with a very small baby like not even with only kind of um dialogue with a child but like no dialogue at all yeah absolutely you know, I heard, <laughs> yeah I've heard I've heard people say like mums in particular say kind of you know when you're at home with a child or even like a to- like a toddler even mm. you, you're not even speaking in your own voice because you're kind yeah. of putting on a different tone and a different you know so you're and then you might have the occasional phone call with a, a friend or whatever, but it's very different. And that yeah. and not being able to have that physical kind of person there to chat to chat to. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. yeah. And there's, there's something you said that was really interesting to me. And again, like, I hope I'd, I'm not trying to trigger you or anything, but no, did, no, you, no. did you find like, have you found that it's a little bit like grieving losing that identity? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember David, my husband, once said to me, um, I think we were driving somewhere and there was a great big peloton of cyclists on the road. And he said something like, do you wish that was you? Mm. <laughs> and I remember thinking, I, I shouldn't say yes, because actually, you know, you're supposed to enjoy your children. You're supposed to enjoy parenthood. It's this wonderful, amazing, magical thing. Mm. Yeah. Right now, I would love to be one of those cyclists in that you, peloton. Can I like? And, um, can can I? Her. Can I like? Um, 
do you think you should like you said you should feel that you're supposed to do that you're supposed but do you think people do you know do you think there are like like I, I guess what I'm getting at I not I feel like I'm picking on you but like <laughs> is I reckon there's more people that struggle than there are people that swan through it and I know yeah. that you get the kind of stereotypical you know people that appear like they're they're doing like wonderfully well and but that's yeah. bollocks that you know like may, maybe there's one out of a thousand or something yeah. that's just like just <laughs> you know and and they're and they're and they're but the rest of their life's rubbish you know like um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> generalization <laughs> but but like but I um awful teenagers awful teenagers yeah yeah you, you're getting it all wrong having a having an easy <laughs> life at the beginning my god you know I definitely <laughs> take a hard life at the beginning for easy later um, <laughs> but, but but you know, but I I think the way that we frame these things, and obviously, like it's it's different because you're coming. There are there are differences. You're coming it from a mum's perspective, and I'm you know you know that I have two young children as well, and uh, yeah. and I'm coming from a from a dad's perspective, and that is very different. Um, but that said, the framework of oh god, you know, I'm the pressure that you put on yourself by thinking, well, I'm supposed to be enjoying this. Mm, I'm not supposed yeah. to want to be out there in in the middle of the peloton. Well, actually, I think you are supposed to want to be in the middle of the peloton because that's completely natural, isn't it? To because because that's what because that's who you are, and that part of your life's not gone away. It's well, it has, but you there's nothing wrong with wanting it back and actually trying to get it back. And and I think there might be something in that kind of trying to reframe of like I'm on sabbatical from the peloton. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, I'll get yeah. back there I will get yeah, back there yeah yeah just thinking it's a temporary yeah sabbatical like you said perfect, <laughs> perfect and then, yeah and 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 then when you do and when you do head back into the pellets and it might take you know and five it might have taken from that point you know it might take five years might take 10 years might take six months people you know different things but yeah. but when you do get there You'll also have this like wonderful ball of joy that you that's bloody hard work. But actually, yeah. but you know, I I've I've met your kids, they're lovely. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I know that you I know that you, I know there's a lot of joy that you come that comes from your children as well. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, absolutely. The other thing that I wanted to ask you about is um because I know there's like the 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 like hormonal um reasoning and things, but the anxiety that you mentioned. Mm. Yeah. Do you mind? Is it all right if I talk to you about that? Yeah. So, yeah. So, pre, so prior to having children, did you not find yeah. that you were particularly kind of prone to being anxious? Yeah, I think I was, but without really recognizing it. So, I think I was always quite highly strung in that sort of anxious, right. performance way. Um, and, but I guess I managed it because I could be in control of things much more. And I suppose when the children came along, that's the ultimate loss of control, isn't it? And I guess that's when it sort of unmasked, I suppose. And I did um, sort of down the line, I guess, after. So my eldest is six and my youngest is three. Um, Probably about a couple of years ago, I would say, I actually thought, now I need need some help with this. Um, And I a resource called NHS Practitioner Health, which mm-hmm. is a mental health service for NHS staff. Um, and 
I spoke to someone there who said, actually, yeah, yeah, I think you've got something called generalized anxiety disorder. And it's probably it's been there forever. It's probably been there forever and it probably will be there forever. But um, in a way, it's been useful for me to to hear that because I, I now have something to sort of refer back to and something to hang things on and say, OK, yeah, I'm feeling like this um, mm. because of this, actually. And, you know, I, I now have X, Y, Z tools in my armory to to address it. And yeah, that's interesting. I've with strategies now. But that's great. Yeah. I'm going to ask you about those in a, in a second. If you see me writing things down, it's because I've got a terrible memory. Um, no, <laughs> so, so when I first went to a, a GP um, around the way I was feeling, eventually mm. that's what I was um, diagnosed as, if that's the right word, oh, okay. with generalized anxiety disorder. Right. Um, okay. And for and for some people, there's like um, the the label, if you like, of of having what it is that's you know I don't want to say wrong with you but what's going on yeah it's like really really helpful and to other people it's like the worst thing ever because they go down this rabbit hole of that's it I can you know yeah and I'm defined by yes exactly yeah so so it's so it's great for me like hearing you say well actually that was really helpful because I was able to then it was it helps you understand it and I was a bit the same actually I was like oh I've got a disorder (laughs) I was quite excited um (laughs) I was like, <laughs> I think it's quite dangerous, the word disorder, because it's got very different it connotations is. with around mental health. Um, yeah. But 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 I but I similar to you, I was like, right, okay, so there's a thing. So it's a thing that not everybody has. So okay, I am different. And that helped me acknowledge um, why I'd always, you know, uh, throughout my teenagers in particular, like struggled a little bit with with stuff, just daily yeah. life. Um yeah. And but there's one thing I don't know if you've come across this, and it's uh, these things fly into my mind when I have these conversations. Have you heard of um, doing some work around tolerance of uncertainty? No, I haven't actually. No, it's it's like it's a phrase. So I've got that's all I've got. But it's like (laughs) I did look into it a bit, and it and it and that's where my that's where a lot of my generalized anxiety comes from. Is that kind of anything in life that I'm like oh I don't know what the outcome is going to be of that so it's not so I've kind of it's almost like reversed I'm I've never thought of myself as being a controlling person that likes control of things but Mm. what I don't like but what I what I do like is things that I feel comfortable and anything that I feel slightly out of my comfort zone and I don't know where it's going to go I I find it really hard and yeah and when I did some kind of research into that a bit and regular listeners will know what I'm going to say, but but you perhaps don't. And w- which is, I, I found a book called "Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway," and um, and uh, it says on the, it says on like one of the first pages of the book, you know, this book by reading this book, you will not lose your your anxiety. And I was like, well, I've paid for it. And that was the whole point. <laughs> and then like, and I thought I thought there was a typo, and they put the word "not" in there, and it should say this book will relieve you of your anxiety. <laughs> um but but basically it talks about that comfort zone and it talks about um just you don't kind of overcome fears until you do them and you just Mm. have to keep doing them but it's but the and I think that's a really good thing to put out there to people yeah the difference with children and like is that it's constant isn't it you never know what's happening next yes yeah absolutely yeah 
it's highly unpredictable isn't yeah it? so you live in this yeah. state of because even if yeah. you even when you like get one of them to sleep or whatever and you go yeah. ah, they wake yeah. up or they're screaming yeah. or yeah and yeah. it's so, or so, yeah, all of the <laughs> above yeah so 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 well, you mentioned strategies so what, what have you done to kind of try and combat it well I recognised, and there's more and more coming out about this, isn't there? But the the value of exercise, actually, and the value of just being in nature. Mm. Um, and I can really feel the difference in myself when I am up on Ilkley Moor, for example, or mm. you know, down by the river. Just the other weekend on the beach, oh, I haven't felt like that for ages. I just felt really energized and alive and positive just be paddling in the waves yeah. like a I, I was as thrilled as my three-year-old was <laughs> at that experience <laughs> but obviously for quite well possibly not for different reasons actually um so making a real effort to try and get myself out has really helped um, but but it does take effort. None of these solutions are effort free, are they? It's you know you really and especially when life is busy and full of work and children and house yeah. jobs and everything else. It's really hard to actually just make that time. Well, can it? Can you? Um, do you mind if I read that text you sent me? No, no, I don't. If I mind block out. If I block out your. <laughs> I block out your children's names. Yeah, that's so because I, I just, you know, when you sent this to me, I was like, yeah, my god. So, <laughs> so I don't know what the question was, but I can guess. And your answer yeah. was because I had to get the girls ready, bike one of them to school, sort the dishwasher, tidy the house for a friend coming in the morning, shower, get myself ready, make a picnic, get one of the kids' swimming kit ready, pack toys for the other child, go to the park on the way to the work, go to work, do the student induction whilst giving one of the children their lunch, take students on a tour of the unit whilst carrying one of the kids, go and collect the other kids, go to the magazine shop, go to the swimming lesson, pick up pizza, sort out swimming kit, bath the children, get ready for bed, stories, get the little one to sleep, do spellings with the other one, then reading, then get her to sleep. Now I need to get their things and my things ready for tomorrow. Put the bin out, do the washing up, fold the laundry and do some ironing. My favourite bit, <laughs> kiss. <laughs> Still love you, kiss. Like, <sighs> tell me about that. That was a Monday um, when, so my husband, when he does his work away, he goes away Monday to Friday. Incidentally, he's away this week as well. Um, and um, Mondays are always quite hectic because it's school and swimming lesson. And I just, I don't normally work on a Monday, but I have roles within my job that occasionally require me to do other things on non-work days. And one of these was giving the students, um, the medical students, an induction of, of the workplace. And um, I think I think the question was, I think I obviously I wrote this at the end of the day and the question was, um, why why are you feeling so tired right. and uh, I basically just thought well why am I feeling so tired and I, I've kept that message because it demonstrates also it's helpful reading it back myself to think actually because often we don't give ourselves permission to think you know I'm allowed to be tired I do all this this is too much for one person to do really and not be tired um, so reading it back I can almost imagine that that's been written by 
by one of my friends yeah. to me and actually gives me permission to say, oh, come on, give yourself a break. You've done all that. Absolutely. Because, do you know, one of the things that stands out about that, Casey, is the is there are there's not much on that list that you could go that you could I don't think that you could sit with and go, I oh, yeah, just don't do that. bit. Yeah, that's how to yeah. fix it is take yeah. some of it out. Yeah. It, there's, there's not a lot on there that um no. that you could actually go i i don't need to do it. I, I just won't do that so yeah. it's this it is this kind of life this modern life that you that you yeah. have and obviously everyone's really? different but like the and you do kind of go when you reflect on it at the end of a day like that and you go bloody hell have yeah. I, i've done that today yeah. You know, and you kind of go, I, I've signed up for this. I chose to do, I've chosen to do this. Yes, you know, yeah. I've made, I've, choices I've made in my life have put me in a situation <laughs> where I'm choosing to do this. So what can I, what can I do about it? And the reason I brought it up when I did was because you talked about that getting out in nature. Mm. And there's, you kind of think, well, you can't fit any of getting out in yeah. nature in with that day, can you? No, no, absolutely not. So no. it must be really important to try and fit it in elsewhere, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I've got it, and it takes some planning. It takes me looking at the week ahead and thinking, okay, there's a possible opportunity to guard that. Yeah, <laughs> and then there's one and guard that. But that, that that's a really key piece of advice for people to hear, though, that because you know mm. planning is, I know you know best laid plans and all the rest of it when you when you've got kids involved, but mm. by planning that time and actually prioritizing your that as, as something that keeps you going and actually keeps you st- like as steady as you can be is a re- it has to be prioritized doesn't it yeah yeah definitely otherwise it just you know when you've got a family you just fall to the bottom of the priority list if you don't actively do it yeah where was the stuff for Katie in that list mm. yeah <laughs> wasn't that well, I guess in an abstract way, I suppose you could say, you know, career development, I built upon that a little bit. But yeah, I mean, you know, there's nothing directly rewarding. Maybe that's the wrong word. Yeah, no, I know. But I, I think, you know, and it was a pointed question. I mean, deliberately, the because it's kind of you've got to find a solution. We have to find a solution to these things. And like a lot of people listening will really like empathize and will, will, will be in, you know, may even be in very similar positions. Yeah. Um, so it's like, right, what do we do about it then? So we've talked about the fact that you, you've identified exercise and being outside. Like it's, that's huge for me when people actually start and I've been through this, you know, or I'm going through this and always will be myself is that, that regular kind of stop and check yourself of like right what can I do to make this better for me Mm. you know um so I love that that you've come up with those things um what do you think around do you do anything around your mindset do you think there are any mindset shifts that you'd like to make so I had as part of my um NHS practitioner health um consultations I had a lot of CBT cognitive mm-hmm. behavior therapy and um to be completely honest with you I didn't necessarily find it all that helpful right me too <laughs> okay <funny>. good <laughs> I know I know it can really help a lot of people 
and that it is a really useful tool. But for me, and I don't, I, I struggle to know why, actually. I really struggle to know why. But the one thing that I did take from it that really does help and is actually really good at helping me when I don't have the time to dedicate to going out and purposefully doing something is the art of gratitude. So my, my CBT therapy, he taught me about, I'd never heard that gratitude was an art before, but it, but it really is. And, and, and it really helps because actually the vast majority of human beings have got something to feel happy about, yeah. thanks for. And I have got hundreds and hundreds of things. And, but, it, but when your brain's in that storm of, oh, I can't cope, this is terrible, what do I do? I don't know what to do. Just bringing out those amazing bits of life to the forefront, it just really helps take that down a few pegs. Amazing. And I, it's just little things like, oh, look, I've, I've actually got some outside space. I don't have a huge garden by any stretch, but, but look, I've got somewhere that I can, my feet can touch the ground and I can feel the sun on my face. You've got the raised beds, you've got the veg, you've got the fruit and veg in there. I've got some veg, yeah. Very, yeah. Uh, I'm very embarrassed by the state of my garden compared to yours. <laughs> Um, you should listen. You could listen actually to. I did a wonderful episode of this with someone called Laura Dallas quite a long time ago, all around gardening, and she was wonderful oh. to listen to, like the, how gardening made a difference to her to her mental oh, health. Oh, yes, brilliant! I recommend anyone's go and listen to that. Um, yeah, yeah. That that that's that's really cool. I I, I really like that. Um, with that gratitude you know um me and my kids do uh, and my other half Claire when they when the kids are here we uh, every night we do luckies and we all say three things we feel lucky about about the day before they go to bed it's part of the bedtime routine and yeah. you know sometimes it's like nonsense they're not like you know they're not concentrating yeah. or whatever but it's like <laughs> but it, but you do actually say yeah no I feel lucky about that and it, it's, yeah. it's a really nice it's a really nice thing to do I, yeah. I want to tell you about something because it's just coming to my head and I wonder if while I'm on here I can find it in my little yeah. in my little book fast enough to not just make it up but um <laughs> there's something in I've been doing all around neuro-linguistic programming and okay. um um because well there's a couple of things firstly CBT for me didn't I, I didn't engage with it very well. And part, yeah. of the, part of the problem for me was that I didn't do the homework. Right. <laughs> so yeah. like they were saying, well, actually the, the big thing about this is between sessions is going and actually doing the, the work. And I yeah. wasn't very good at that. Uh, yeah. And so I don't think I actually engaged with it as well as I could have done. But, uh, but I must admit when people said to me, well, the NHS, if you go to the NHS and say I'm struggling with anxiety it's CBT is what they'll give you because they've got evidence-based you know um, outcomes that that show that it can be that it can work Um, and they are some quite good there are some quite good tools but um, but try this one on for side right at size Hmm. and people we might have to pause this and go back to it so yeah. you think about, I mean, don't tell me it now because, uh, you know, it might be too personal, but there's this thing called Cartesian coordinates that help up loose, that help loosen up your model of the world. Mm. And they ask, it basically it asks these four questions. So you, and I was swimming this morning and I was doing this while I was in the pool oh. about different problems, anything but thinking about the fact that I'm swimming because I'll stop <laughs> and I'll choke on the water and that. <laughs> trying to get lost in my own head <laughs> anyway so so basically what what happens is so if you had a problem like 
for me, like, I don't know. Um, I don't want to go swimming. I'm anxious about going swimming. You ask yeah. yourself the question. So you say, okay, what will happen if you do go swimming? And then you answer that in your own head. And then you say, what will happen if you don't go swimming? You answer that in your head. And then you say, what will happen? What won't happen if you go swimming? Yeah. And then what won't happen if you don't go swimming? That's okay. the last one that gets you because you yeah. kind of go, what won't happen if I don't <laughs> go swimming? <laughs> what? That <laughs> how, many, how many negatives are there in that? <laughs> but it scrambles your brain. And yeah. I recommend it to you and I'll, I'll share it with you afterwards. And then, like I say, anyone listening to this, just rewind and write those things down. Yeah, it sounds really interesting. Because that last one in particular. So I was I was focusing on a particular thing this morning. I won't talk about it because it was personal, but a, pers- a, a specific thing this morning. And that last question, you can't get your head around it. So it's just whatever comes into your mind. Yeah. And the things that came, I was going to say flowing, great swimming word, um, <laughs> into my mind really yeah. helped me make the decision over what I'm going to do next okay. around this particular problem so oh, those that's... those four things um are, are really good at like shaking your um a problem and helping yeah. you decide right because what tends to happen is one of them you'll answer in your own head and you'll go ah oh, damn it I know what I have to do yeah okay. <laughs> yeah 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 that makes complete sense <laughs> so you so you're in your kind of um path are you do you know where you're trying to get to mentally with with this um that's a good question that actually on the face of it sounds very straightforward but I'm struggling to answer it very quickly um I'll tell you a secret before you do I don't think many people do okay I don't think I don't think we set out no. I don't think we set out uh, a goal to could, because what does it look like? Mm. And quite yeah. often, part of the problem I think we have is we know what we don't want. Yeah. And okay. the more you think about what you don't want, the more it happens. Right. And actually, if we set it in a, as a kind of positive, I want to get to there. Yeah. That can be a really like powerful trick. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's hmm. That's really interesting, and I, and it's a question I've never actually thought about. And it's you know we probably all want the same thing, do we? In a sense that we all just want to be calm and happy and content and yeah, all those words, all those, all those words. words. But then you can't. I guess you've got to have the negative feelings sometimes, haven't you, to make the positive feelings positive. There's got to be that contrast, isn't there? Yeah, mm. absolutely. I think I what I found is is um, like if so. So I that word calm. Calm is a big thing in my life. I have a big. It's not. I can't even describe what it is. This big thing on my wall in on our bedroom wall it's just the word calm um mm-hmm. but it's very hard to strive for calm because you're the whole nature of calm is kind of coming down yeah. so I kind of try I've tried to replace it with like energized or confident mm. or you know like something that's powerful even the word powerful and yeah 
that's helped quite a lot with me trying to kind of put a really like positive strong emotion as something I want to yeah. achieve how would you yeah. feel about doing something like that yeah I think that sounds I, I like energized I think that's a good because that is how I feel when I've had one of those really nice outside nature based sessions I guess energized is a a perfect word for the feeling that I get from that so yeah lovely yeah yeah and when you do how does that change your relationship with like well not the relationship with your children but I mean the like interactions and your kind of um how the whole mood of your like the household is well I just deal with things much better actually I'm much less irritable I think that's a big um if I was going to take something away from the, the the feelings that I have, the negative feelings in particular, I think the irritability would be the one. Yeah. Because that's, it that's gets horrible. in the, so much. Yeah. <laughs> it's a horrible feeling. feeling. It's a horrible feeling, isn't it? And, and you can be irritable for a long time. You can't be really, really angry and cross for a long time because it takes loads of energy out of you, but you can be irritable constantly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's a really, that's a really good point, that. You know, there's there's something else I've learned. I'm gonna I'm, I must bore people with talking about neurolinguistic programming, but there's something else I learned there, which is the person, the best thing you can the best thing you can have like as something in your arsenal is is flexibility, like yeah. flexibility of your behaviour. So yeah. I really wanted to get my kids to sleep the other night for completely selfish reasons. I wanted to go downstairs, have a nice, calm meal. There you go. There's that word again. Yes. Uh, calm meal with a glass <laughs> of wine. So I was like, go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep. And he's like, that yeah. doesn't work, does it? You know? No. And, uh, and I was like, Alfie's really tired. So I was like singing to him. I'm stroking his head. And I thought, oh, he's nearly going. He's nearly going. He's nearly going. And then he was like, yeah, just can't sleep. And he just literally <laughs> said it to me. And I was like, damn it. <laughs> And and I was like getting more and more that word irritated. I was getting more and more yeah. like, Rrr. and in yeah. the end, I went. Do you know what, kids? You can have fifteen minutes extra tonight. And I went downstairs, had had my tea. Uh, my beautiful girlfriend Claire, my tea was on the table for for the two of us, and we mm-hmm. had a glass of wine, had our tea. I could hear the kids chatting upstairs, but it would be fine. I went upstairs yeah. and said, "Time for bed now," and they went to sleep. <laughs> and yeah. I was like, "What was I doing?" Yeah, yeah. So Whereas you would have for another hour, yeah. yeah. And <laughs> I'm like, what was I doing? Like, so that yeah. and that thing, that NLP, that flexibility of behaviour kind of thing. I was like, yeah, do yeah. it differently. Do something. Yeah, differently. yeah. And I think you can, you you're much more able to be creative in thinking flexibly when you're feeling energised, calm, mm. or all those positives that you get from. Yeah. The helpful thing that you do, I guess. Yeah, brilliant. I mean, we've we've run out of time, Casey. But thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been enlightening. I'm sure, you know, people are going to get a lot out of that, and um, I'm looking forward to like catching up with you and teaching you about Cartesian coordinates. Yeah, Uh, great. (laughs) (laughs) So thanks very much, and thank you guys out there for listening. Another episode will be winging its way to you soon. Thanks, everyone.